All right, Bama fans, I have one question for you. Are you ready for a massive show? Because we're about to give this to you right now as you are locked and loaded, ending your work week on the highest form, the number one source for Crimson Tide football news, notes, and information in my own words with yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. It is Friday, TGIF edition. Really excited to have each and every last one of you tuned into the channel and the network. We got a lot to discuss. We got a lot to talk about in recruiting and just Alabama football in general. We've got a quarterback and elite quarterback developer coming on. Just a lot to dive into. Happy to have you guys in here as we bring this to you via Tuscaloosa, streaming this on YouTube. Speaking of the channel, go ahead right now, give a thumbs up, a like on the show, hit that subscribe button, turning all of those notifications on so that you can have the best in news, notes, and analysis, updates, and alerts on your Crimson Tide. Speaking of Touchdown Alabama magazine, as always, you can purchase individual copies of the magazine and have those sent to your door. The link will be found in the description. But, as always, we start each and every show off by acknowledging, speaking to the better half, the better man in the room. The show does not run without this guy right here, the man, the myth, the maestro, John Ivory. John, what's going on, man? What's going on, Steven? What's going on with the chat? Y'all light the chat up. Get the conversation going and share this with your family and friends. You do not want them to miss this show today. And we got a great show for y'all tonight. Got a huge show prepared for each and every last one of you. And we want you being a part of the conversation. And you can do this simply by calling 205-448-1358. The number to call in to let your voice be heard. Once again, that's 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. We also have some trivia for you guys today. That's Friday. It's going to be known as Trivia Day. Now, once again, you don't have to take part in the trivia. If you just want to call in to talk Bama football, we greatly encourage that. Still want you to call in. 205-448-1358. You don't have to partake in the trivia. This is just for the ones that want to win you know, a prize here. So, in the first call segment, the trivia question will be, since the 2010 NFL Draft, Starting with the 2010 NFL Draft, Nick Saban has placed five Bama linebackers in the first round. Who were those five Alabama linebackers Nick Saban placed in the first round starting with the 2010 NFL Draft? That's the first trivia question. It'll be it'll be taking place here in the first call segment, or during the first call segment. But as we jump in here to the first topic of conversation, to start tonight's show, the NCAA trying to give us a life preserver in terms of college football, trying to give us one, uh, still holding out hope for a full-fledged college football season. So what's going on is the NCAA today, it dropped a set of guidelines to follow for the coronavirus pandemic. And uh, if Everybody is able to appropriate, adhere to, apply, you know, practice these guidelines. There is still strong chance, strong hope, good possibility for the Crimson Tide and everybody else in college football to, you know, have a season. So 
the number one thing they have here on these guidelines is daily self-help is daily self-health checks daily self-health checks here so what does this mean for alabama football quite naturally the student athletes here as well as the coaching staff getting yourself checked daily by the uh, medical staff here getting themselves to check daily by not just team doctors but you know other medical doctors also you know prior to entering the practice facility or the weight training facility just making sure that you're getting you know yourself tested for for COVID-19 on a you no know, regular basis so having those self those self-health checks is what the NCAA has there in mind first and foremost behind that they've got here appropriate use of face coverings and social distancing during the preseason uh the pope will having the social distancing in the competition and things outside of athletics excuse me so having the appropriate use of face coverings and having social distancing during the training the competition and things outside of athletics so basically I mentioned this on Wednesday's show about how the Oakley, you know, administration, they're having the helmets with the face guards now, the helmets with the big visor. So having each player be mandated to wear a helmet with a face guard on there, a helmet with a visor on there, getting all, you know, student athletes, all players in football to wear that visor in terms of, of the social distancing, I mentioned that it's something our you know, Alabama sports performance staff of Dr. Matt Ray and Coach David Ballou, they are doing in the, not just the in-person voluntary workouts, but also now the mandatory sessions as the first part or the first phase of the six-week preseason, pra uh, preseason practice plan has started. So what's been going on is, you know, both guys, David Ballou and Dr. Ray have been, they'll call in the first wave of um, – positional units they'll have those guys in to where they're doing the target strength training target conditioning target speed things injury prevention workouts they'll have the guys spaced out of course the guys will have the mask on they'll have the guys spaced out and upon the end of the first wave of positional guys getting that workout in the guys will clean up the, the, facility, uh, the facility sanitize some things wipe things down and of course they'll wait for a while and then after that you'll get the second group of guys in there the third wave of guys in there and so forth so for coaches Matt Ray and David Ballou they've already been practicing the social distancing and making sure that you know things are staying clean staying sterile staying uh, sanitized throughout each positional group you know, going in and performing the workouts. And in terms of the competition, I'm pretty sure they're also doing those things, you know, competitive-wise, you know, for guys that may be out there doing seven-on-seven seven drills, 11-on-11 11 11 drills. When you talk Alabama football, you know, after those drills are done, they're making sure that each player, each positional unit, you know, being sanitized, making sure each guy's keeping themselves clean and up-to-date on the, the rules and guidelines when you talk the coronavirus pandemic. So that was just phase two there in the guidelines set by the league. Number three was testing strategies for all athletic activities including the preseason regular season and the postseason like i mentioned before having those periodic tests done whether it's in 
summer workouts, whether it's in fall camp, uh, and then throughout the season, just periodically having the medical staff, Dr. Jeff Allen, you know, Dr. James Andrews, uh, Dr. Kane, everybody on the medical staff frequently you know, check the players, make sure temperature's good, make sure blood works good, make sure everything's on the up and up, starting off with summer workouts. And then you go into fall camp, you make sure the players are tested periodically through fall camp, and then throughout the regular season, make sure guys taking the precautions, doing the necessary things provided by the NCAA to make sure they're on the up and up, the well-being is you know, in line and adhered to, but not just the players, the, the coaches as well. So phase three or the test number three that's given out here by the guidelines, testing strategies for all athletic activities, including the preseason, the regular season, and the postseason. The next thing here that the NCAA has lined out is testing and results within 72 hours of competition in high contact risk sports. So what that says is if Alabama's playing a game on Saturday, right, between Wednesday and Thursday, the NCAA wants those tests being done and the results coming out. So where if the guy is cleared to play, if he's clean, he's went through the protocol, he's good, He'll be able to play, you know, in that game on Saturday. If there's a red flag, if there's an issue, is there a precaution, maybe you want to hold this particular player out and not play that guy on Saturday. So that part is testing and results within 72 hours or three days of competition in high contact risk sports. So if the game is on Saturday for the Crimson Tide, NCAA, they want between Wednesday or Thursday those tests being done, there's those the results from those tests coming out, and they can make the uh, the verdict from there. And then last but not least, here it has member schools must adhere to public health standards set by local communities. Once again, member schools must adhere to public health standards set by local communities. So that being whatever the uh, the mayor of that community is having. The governor of the states has going on whatever the protocol has structure continue to follow the protocol that being what have we been told since day one of the global pandemic wear the mask practice social distancing keep your six feet you know make sure you are sanitizing your hands properly if you have to cough cough into the bend of your elbow just just all of these things that have been set up you know when the global pandemic first made wave here in terms of, a, of the realm of sports athletics going back to the month of march so that's these are just the new guidelines we're coming in here you know by the ncaa so you know there's still the want to there's still the flicker of hope you know to have college football because i mean let's be honest if they if the, if the league did not want college football to happen they would they would just come out and say like we don't want college football can it now shut it down now Let's do away with it now. Let's just not have it this season, period. Just coming out saying it. But at least with providing these guidelines, it gives a it gives a flicker of hope. It gives some optimism. It gives an idea of, okay, the, the league wants us to have college football. The organization wants us to have college football. We have seen so many 
you know, coaches thus far that have spoken out to public figures about you can't take this away from these young athletes. You can't take this away from the city. You can't take this away from our state. You can't take this away from the country. We need football. Football starts off the economy in certain states. It starts off the economy in certain areas. You know, these young men have worked hard. We've seen coaches, you know, i.e., um, Ed Ogeron of LSU has spoken out passionately about this. We, we, we've seen others that have talked to, you know, local public figureheads in terms of, you know, lawmaking bodies saying we got to have a, a football season. And to see the NCAA at least put out guidelines to say if we as people, as we, uh, if we as individuals adhere to, appropriate, practice these guidelines, then there's a good chance, there's a possibility that we can be able to have a college football season even in the midst of the global pandemic that's going wrong right now of the coronavirus. So just going back over what the NCAA has mentioned, uh, number one, you know, daily self-health daily self-health checks and that's from the players for Alabama as well as the coaching staff you know getting yourself checked daily uh, by the team doctors by the medical doctors that these guys would normally go to as well and these checks have to be done prior to entering the facility number two having the appropriate use of the face covering um, as well as keeping that social distancing in terms of competition and training and things outside of athletics. So having the face guard, having the visor in terms of games, competition, but also the social distancing as Alabama's been doing right now with David Ballou and Dr. Matt Ray in the training regimen. They've been bringing guys in, keeping guys six feet apart, spacing guys out making sure you're going through the workouts that you have. But after the first group is out of the way, they sanitize everything, they clean everything, and then they bring the next group in. Now, the next thing that was on here, making sure you have the periodic testing throughout the preseason, the regular season, and the postseason, keeping guys healthy, keeping guys on the up and up, making sure you know players, coaches, taking those necessary precautions throughout the year keeping that immune system up and in good, clean condition there. Number four, as I mentioned, the testing and results, having those, you know, 72 hours or three days prior to, you know, you're playing the game. So if the game is Saturday for Alabama, between Wednesday, Thursday, the NCAA just saying make sure the results are good, the test is good, everything's thumbs up, everything's ship shape so that these guys can play. And then last but not least, just continuing to, to follow the protocol that's already been set down in place by the uh, respect of the law, you know, making bodies here. But we take our first break here on the show. Also, remember, though, Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes. If you use the code TDAEMILY'S, you can earn 10% off all orders over $30. Link will be found in the description there that comes from Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes. But when we come back from the break, we entertain your phone calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your chats, your questions, your concerns right after this. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care in support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. 
Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We're rocking and rolling, folks, on a Friday TGIF edition of the show. In my own words, with yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, as always, got the man John Ivory rocking and rolling here with me in the production studio. And in a short time again, a short time, first and foremost, time fans, 205-448-1358. But I'm going to call in to let your voice be heard on the show, 205 205- 448-1358, and one more time, 205-448-1358. Also, folks, along with that, so we're doing the first trivia question here for the night. You don't have to participate in the trivia, but these are, these are for the ones that do and want to get a prize here. So for those of you who want to participate in the trivia, tonight you can take home this commemorative print right here of T.J. Yeldon, former Alabama running back T.J. Yeldon, signed by the man himself, commemorating his touchdown run in the 2013 BCS National Championship game off the 2012 season, the matchup in which Alabama destroyed the Notre Dame Fighting Irish 41-14. The, the question for tonight, though, starting with the 2010 NFL Draft, 2010 NFL Draft, Nick Saban has placed five Alabama linebackers in the first round. Name those five linebackers Nick Saban has put in the first round of the the first round of the NFL Draft, starting with the 2010 venue. This commemorative print here, courtesy of our friends, courtesy of our friends at T-Towns Menswear, and also us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. So you can win this print here tonight from the trivia, but also. Oh, 205-448-1358. But I'm going to call in to let your voice be heard on the show. But diving into a pretty cool call topic right now. And, uh, you know, Alabama continuing to have guys on these preseason award watch lists. I mean, it started off with Dylan Moses for the Lot Impact Trophy, and then it was Dylan Moses, Patrick Sertan II for the Chuck Bettinerick Award, and then Najee Harris chimed in here with the Dope Walker Award preseason you know, nomination. Uh, Mac Jones, the Davey O'Brien you know, Quarterback of the Year Award preseason nomination. Judge. Uh, also, Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle for the Fred Blitnikoff Award preseason honors there. And now we've got one, Carl Tucker. One Carl Tucker who has not yet played or who has yet to play for the Crimson Tide just yet. A graduate transfer from North Carolina, the Tar Heels out of the ACC. But he is here with the Crimson Tide going into his first year playing for the program this season. He has been named to the John Mackey Award preseason watching list. The Mackey Award goes to college football's most outstanding tight end. It's been awarded since the year 2000. And for Carl Tucker, 
and his career with the Tar Heels, we're looking at 36 receptions in his four seasons, four to five seasons, for 400, for 549 receiving yards and four touchdowns in 38 games. He played for the Tar Heels from 2016 to 2019. He's missed 10 games in his career, you know, eight of those coming in the 2017 season due to injuries, but he's a guy that's got big play athleticism, from a receiving aspect, you know, North Carolina was able to stretch him out wide as a pass catcher. They were also able to have him, you know, block on the inner line as well. He would run routes from the inner line, you know, going outside or getting to the outside, catching passes as well. But before we continue, Tucker here, we got a call in queue starting off on this Friday. What's going on? You're live on in my own words. Pass, baby. How we doing today? Doing all right. I'm calling from Irvington. All right, all right. Awesome, awesome. What's on your mind tonight? I want to take a stab at that uh, the trivia question. I've been Alabama fan for about 25 years. I think I got it. All right, let's go then. I'm going to go with uh, Rolando McClain, Dante Hightower. Trey the Priest, C.J. Mosley, and uh, Reuben Foster. No, 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 sir. No, sir. Good try, oh, though. Man. All right. Good try, though. Keep listening to us. Trey the Priest. No, 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 sir. Not Trey the Priest, but but I'll... We also got, we got Wangan in here now. We got Wangan in here in the queue now. Wangan, you're live on the show to start to get your Friday going. What's going on, man? Hey, 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 it's PDA on Friday. How's everybody doing down at PDA, Steven? Doing well, man. Got big show here. We're going to get a chance to talk to the quarterback developer, Navelle Durant, pretty soon here to talk Paul Tyson. We got Justin coming on. Big news today in recruiting. Just so much happening. The NCAA providing us with these guidelines. So they feel like maybe there's hope. There's still hope for a full college football season. Good Friday, man. Good Friday. Rick Carley, yeah, we're having a good Friday here. Alabama's racking up. Rick Carley had a good article on Coach Stallings out there in the garden in the Texas heat. Texas heat at 85 years old. I tell you what, everybody in the that chat. That is a hardworking man, Wayland. <laughs> everybody in the chat, give Coach Stallings some love. Out in that Texas heat at 85 years old, had two strokes and a heart attack. That man needs a hand. We love Coach Stallings. There's no doubt about it. But I'm not going to give out the answer to the. To the trivia question, I, if nobody don't answer it, I'll try to call in later on in, uh, in the second half and do it. And uh, and we're going to uh, – you want to do the poem now or wait to the second half? You know what, Waylon? I mean, let's – Let's uh let's do the poem now. But also, Waylon, you also have a chance to come back, call back in because there's another giveaway. There's a second one also, so don't hesitate to call back in. But let's hear that poem now. Well, it's Derrick Henry. We done one of Derrick Henry. He broke Herschel Walker's all-time single-season record. I think Herschel had eighteen eighty-one. I think uh, I think he had twenty-one, twenty-two hundred. There we go. Here we go. Derrick Henry. Stands as a king. He broke all the records in the past Alabama teams. He was only considered a starter for just one year. He had taken Herschel Walker's single-season record and broke it at the end of the year. 
He turned into an animal on National Championship Day, rushing for 158, three touchdowns against Dabo's D. He was called a whole different animal by the end of the game. If not for O.J. Howard winning the MVP, King Henry would have singly taken apart the mighty Clemson football team. All right, Stephen, I'm going to get off here, and we'll try maybe the second half. Nobody answers this thing and try to give it away there. We'll talk to you later on. Y'all get that. Get these prizes, everybody. See you later, Stephen. Appreciate that, Wang, and always good to hear from Wang on every time, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday here on the show. Got another caller in on a Friday. You're live in my own words. What's going on? Oh, enjoying the show. How's it going? Man, I cannot complain here, man. It's Friday. I hate to hate to hear that uh, uh, Gene Stallings is out there in that heat, man. Somebody give old Coach Stallings some water out there in Texas. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was going to take a shot at the uh, linebackers. Okay, here we go. Let's do it. Rolando McLean, Dante Hightower, C.J. Mosley, Reuben Foster, and, oh, my Lord, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Sean Deon Hamilton. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Good try. Great try, though. Thank you, sir. You're great show. Really enjoy it. No problem. No problem. I appreciate that call coming in. Great try, though. Great try. But continuing here, the other topic here on, you know, Carl Tucker. It's going to be interesting, folks. I mean, uh, this will be his first time playing at the University of Alabama. He's had some injuries. Uh, now, of course, he's with the best medical, he's with the best uh, training staff now of uh, David Ballou and Dr. Matt Ray. So they'll be able to kind of cut down or cut out, you know, those injuries from Tucker. As I mentioned before, the calls started rolling through here. He's a big time receiver receiving threat on the outside. He's also a really good run blocker as well. He blocked for eight 500-yard performances at North Carolina, including one 1,000-yard guy and Michael Carter, who had 1,003 yards for the the 2019 season. So, you know, Carl Tucker on the John Mackey Award preseason watch list will be fun to see what he does here in the upcoming season. But before we go to break here, got got to tell y'all this: the second giveaway. The second giveaway, which will be done in the second call segment. Fans, you have the opportunity here to go home with a slice of Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes. You got a chance to go home now with a slice of Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes. I'm going to tell you what you have to do here. Which we want you to do, call into the show and tell us your favorite pound cake flavor, but also why you love it. So give us a description of why you like the flavor, tell us what flavor you like, and the fan that calls in in the second segment with the most compelling description and the most compelling reason of I love this flavor, Steven, and this is why I like it, you're going to walk out of here with a slice of Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes as they continue making those memories from scratch there. That goes out to our guys at Emily, our friends at Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes. Also for you in the chat line, write in your favorite flavor of Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes and also give a description of why you enjoy it. But we're going to go to a break right now on the show, but upon our return, we sit down with elite Quarterback developer Lavelle Durant out of Seattle, Washington. He's been working with one Paul Tyson this offseason. We'll talk to Durant and we'll get to him right after this.
want delicious homestyle cooking, sushi, and hibachi, check out Otoro Hibachi in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. At home and you can't get away from the TV because the Crimson Tide is about to score? Don't worry. Delivery is also available through Waiter and Crimson To Go. That's Otoro Hibachi in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And make sure you let them know the good folks at Touchdown Alabama sent you. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We're back into the action, folks, on the hottest show on the streets on a Friday TGIF edition of the show. In my own words, with yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. As always, people, be sure to give a thumbs up, give a like on the show, hit that subscribe button, turn all of those notifications on so you can have the best in coverage news and alerts there on your Crimson Tide. But we go over to the In My Own Words hotline where we pick up the elite, the esteemed quarterback developer out of Seattle, Washington, Laval Durant, LaVale Durant, excuse me, join us live here on the show. My man, how are you on this Friday? I'm good, man. I'm good. Back in Seattle, so uh, I'm, I'm a little cooler now. <laughs> hey, 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 that, that, that Tuscaloosa heat was something, wasn't it, man? Man, it's it's not just the heat; it's the the humidity. That's that's what got me. I took about four showers a day, man. I washed my skin off. <laughs> Tuscaloosa humidity is something else. But we got Lavelle Durant here on the show, the esteemed quarterback developer who was working with one Paul Tyson. He's been around Paul for a while now. He's been working with Tyson this entire offseason. Tyson, the six five, two hundred forty pound red shirt freshman out of a Hewitt Trustville High School here in Alabama, and a guy that, yes, he's Paul, Bryant, Paul Bear Bryant's great-grandson, but he's got a lot of talent on him as he looks to be the primary backup at that quarterback position for the upcoming season. And Lavelle, and, and just working with Paul mechanically, what are some of the things you've been going over with him in terms of his footwork, uh, the, the ball placement, the accuracy, just having that timing on his throws? What sort of things mechanically you and Tyson have been over this far? Well, Paul already have, or possesses some great mechanics and great fundamentals. That's one thing that I've known about him since I've, I have met him and, and started work with him. But what we've been going over is just mainly explosiveness, just helping him remain explosive. Paul's not going to be a 4-3 guy that's going to beat you down the sideline and kill your angle. So what we're trying to develop is him to being able to extend plays and get away from that initial pressure. So we've been working on just explosiveness and just continuing and tying our eyes to our feet and, and going through our progressions and being ready for whatever adversity we face on Saturdays. Now, Jess, in terms of speaking to his competitive nature, I remember talking to you, you know, earlier this week about, and you were saying he breathes football. He breathes football. He wants to be around the game. He loves being around the game. You say certain things to him. He really kind of gets himself going, uh, does not like to be compared to one Bryce Young. So just talk about the competitive fire that you have noticed uh, from Tyson from just being around him. 
Yeah, Paul just Paul just a guy that's that pretty much conducts himself around why not me? <laughs> that that that's who Paul is. Man. He's a guy that he understands it. He stays in the, in his books, and you can tell that he's just football all day, every day. He's pretty much just you can tell, and it, it, it just 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 falls off of him that he's ready for his numbers called. When his number is called, he will be ready. You know, he's a guy that when we're on the field and we're working, he's asking questions. He's not a guy that's just going to do what you ask him to do. He's going to he's gonna want the, the reasoning and the concept behind it. Uh, when it comes to his actual plays, he's going to tell you, okay, I'm going here with my eyes, but if this is here, then this is why I'm going to go here. And the reason why I'm going to go here is because this is what's going to happen. So you can tell that he just definitely prepped himself and he's preparing himself for for that number being called. And Kyle, just the last one, just on, on my on my end here, man, is you look at the mental aspect of the game of football. Coach Saban loves for his quarterbacks to be mentally strong, mentally prepared, mentally focused on you know trying to get this team to you know a national championship. So in terms of just you helping him, you know, process a lot of this information and things that will be thrown at him by Saban, by Sarkeesian, by you know opposing defenses. How has he been able to process? a lot of this stuff yeah, it's coming easy to him it's coming easy to him and again that kind of goes hand in hand to our, our our last question is he's you can tell he's just spending a lot of time sitting down prepping himself going over film going over the opponent's film you know he's he's ready for it he's ready for it he's a definitely a cerebral guy he's for sure a cerebral guy he knows that okay i don't excel in this category so i have to be great in this category and in that category, as far as preparation and, and getting ready for what Sarkin and uh, Saban's going to throw at him, he's ready for it. And if he's not 100% ready for it, he will be 100% ready for it. We're looking forward to seeing – go ahead. <laughs> well, look, definitely looking forward to seeing what Tyson does here in this upcoming season here for the Crimson Tide, a guy that I've been high on since the day he not only came to Alabama, but even when he was in high school, I was very uh, complimentary of one Paul Tyson. But joined here by Lavelle Durant, the esteemed elite quarterback developer out of Seattle, Washington, working with one Paul Tyson, helping us out here on this show. My man, appreciate you. You be safe out there. Be good. Happy you're back in Seattle. Looking forward to getting you back on soon. Hey, thank you for having me, man. My pleasure. And I uh, hope I'll hear and talk to you guys soon. Awesome getting a chance to talk to one Lavelle Durant and working with one Paul Tyson. But we continue on the phone lines because now we bring in the boots on the ground, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy in recruiting. It's none other than Justin Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Justin Crimson Tide doing it again on the recruiting trail. But first and foremost, how are you feeling? I'm, I'm doing pretty good, Steve. You're doing pretty good, man. I'm ecstatic. I'm pumped. The tie bringing in the Brockemeyer boys. The Brockemeyer twins have given their yes to Coach Saban. Tommy Brockemeyer, the five-star offensive tackle. James Brockemeyer, the four-star offensive lineman, saying no to Texas, but coming to Alabama. This is what the Tide Nation has wanted to see. Justin, speak to it. Talk about it. The twins are in the books, man. Yeah, these are. Too huge to go for the Tide in the 2021 class here. I know a lot of Alabama fans have been really excited about possibly pulling in both of these guys this entire recruiting cycle. So I know that a lot of Tide fans are excited about bringing in these two. And there's good reasons to be excited 
looking at Tommy Brock Amari, 6'6", 285-pound tackle, a very mobile kid who's really possibly going going to thrive at that offensive tackle position. You bring in James Brock Amari, although he's rated as a four-star recruit, he's a pretty versatile offensive lineman. I'm a huge fan of his, of his game personally just because of how versatile he is across the offensive line. You're looking at a guy who could play center at the next level, but he also had experience at playing tackle and guard as well. So you're getting a versatile offensive lineman in James Brockermeyer, and I think something that Tide fans should also really be excited about when it comes to the Brockermeyer twins is the fact that you know that they are they are getting trained the right way when it comes to the offensive line position because of their dad. Their dad being a former NFL offensive lineman, a former first-round draft pick so you know that they are they, they are getting trained really well so i think top fans should be really excited about the barkamire twins which i think they are folks if you're just tuning into the network right now we're on the phone with justin smith the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for touchdown alabama magazine talking the latest news in tight recruiting so with the barkamire twins in justin what does this do for terrence ferguson or what does this do for our marius mims where does the tide go next when you look at this team this program potentially trying to bring in the number one offensive line class in the country Who's the next guy on that offensive line that could be looking at? Of course, they're looking at Terrence Ferguson and also Amarius Mims, who will announce his commitment on August 15th. Both Ferguson and Mims are Georgia products, and it looks like that is the battle that we are looking at with both guys, Georgia and Alabama, trying to battle it out for Mims and Ferguson. Now, I think Todd is in a good position and a position to possibly land both guys, and I think looking at Todd bringing in the Brockermeyer Twins on today, also having a verbal commitment from J.C. Latham already. I think those guys see that that Alabama may just bring in the best offensive line class that they ever had under Nick Saban when it comes to guys coming out of high school. So they see that being a possibility. So if I'm one of those guys, I know those guys want to be a part of that, possibly be in that conversation as well. So I think it does great things for the time when you're looking at Amarius Mims and also Terrence Ferguson. I think that the commits that the Tide currently have in their recruiting class are really going to try to recruit more guys. You see A.J. Hall taking the full approach on that, but you also see guys, there are, there are other guys in, in that 2021 recruiting class doing the same thing. I think the Brockmeyer Twins will do that as well, showing that, yo, we want to have the best offensive line class ever. Aja Hall has been doing a phenomenal job on the on the recruiting trail, as you mentioned there, Justin. Now, when you look at Christian Leary, I remember you and I both talked about him, and Leary has been working with a Leary's been working with a team that has trained the likes of guys like Calvin Ridley, trained the likes of guys like Amari Cooper in terms of speed, in terms of playmaking ability. Kind of speak to the training. Uh, uh, the, 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 can I speak to the people that I've been working with, you know, Leary, to make sure that not only is he the fastest guy in this class, but he has the opportunity to maybe even be the fastest player in Alabama, you know, once he takes the field and actually starts playing. Yeah, um, T.J. Brown, he's a trainer at Top Shelf Training Wide Receiver Academy and School. He's, he's training a lot of NFL wide receivers, guys who are currently in the NFL, looking at former Alabama wide receiver Kevin Ridley, Miko Hardman, Stephon Diggs. So he has trained a lot of high-profile wide receivers. He has also trained 
current Alabama wide receiver and freshman wide receiver Javon Baker. He has a great relationship with Christian Leary. He told me that their relationship actually goes back to Leary's freshman season, and he got a chance to work out with Leary recently. You guys can check out the article that I will put out on touchdownalabama.com soon that will break down this in greater detail. But one of the biggest things that he's working on with Leary is his is control of his speed. We all know how explosive Leary is. We all know he's a fast wide receiver, but he wants him to be more controlled in his routes. This is a guy who, who got this is a guy who doesn't have to go one hundred percent in his routes because he is so fast. He wants him to have more control of his routes. So you see Leary, the Alabama commit who looks one hundred percent locked in with the tide training for a big season, training on the little things so he could possibly come in and make an immediate impact. Of course this is a guy who plans to enroll early as well. Now, I know you also put out, put out an article, Justin, on the possibility of Alabama getting a tight end for this 2021 class, and that's something that fans have been wanting to see. Will the tie get that pass catching, that explosive tight end that Coach Saban has been asking about and wanting to get? So who, who would be the guy that Alabama is looking at 2021 at that tight end spot? Well, I think in a perfect world, when you're looking at that wide, that um, receiving tight end, I think you have to look at Michael Trigg, the four-star tight end out of Florida. Of course, the Tide has had a lot of great success inside the state of Florida, especially in this class. But if you're looking for a receiving athletic tight end, you want to get Michael Trigg. But Alabama is not a school that's currently in its top school list. They offered him in basketball recently, he does have the opportunity at the other schools that are listed in his top school list. I think if once once and if he includes the Tide and the updated top school list, we will see where the Tide possibly is in his recruitment at that point. But he also are heavily involved with Robbie Outs, the three-star tight end out of South Carolina, a really aggressive tight end, not the most athletic guy when it comes to his routes and tight, the tightness of his routes. He's not the best receiving tight end, but he definitely is a guy who's not afraid to block. So you're getting a traditional inline tight end. Alabama is in a great position with him. He does have a top two of the tight in Virginia Tech. Also looking at Jalen Sheed, a three-star tight end out of Mississippi. He's a guy also who's not afraid to line up as an inline tight end and block, but he's also is a guy who can run some nice routes as well. So those are three guys that I will look at. I think the tight is in the best position right now with outs with them actually visiting Alabama recently just going on campus visiting, not getting a chance to talk with Coach, of course, but he actually took a trip to Tuscaloosa by himself. So there's just something to pay attention to. He's Justin Smith, folks, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine, the man out there scouting, going around, you know, filming, getting all the information on these elite, you know, big-time high school athletes as they make their decisions on where they're going to commit to. So no one quite does it the way Justin does it. And, man, we appreciate you coming on the show, as always, giving your insight, your expertise on all things recruiting trail. Be safe, Justin. Be good out there, buddy. You do the same, Stephen. Always fun having Justin on talking with 2021 recruiting class for the tie as this bunch is really taking a rocket ship forward. But we go to another break here on the show. Don't touch that down. Also, still doing giveaways now. We got the trivia question for the TJ Yeldon print that being named the five linebackers, five linebackers. Since starting with the 2010 NFL Draft that Nick Saban put in the first round, five Alabama linebackers that went 
in the first round under Nick Saban. And also, call in, folks, to, to tell us your favorite flavor of Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes and why you love that flavor. The best call or the best, you know, message in the chat line walks away with a slice, free slice, of Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes. But upon return, we entertain your thoughts, your questions, your tweets, your chats, your phone calls right after this. menswear in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We're back into the action, folks, on a Friday, TGIF edition of the show in my own words with yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And it's your time again, Tide Nation, 205-448-1358, the number to call in to let your voice be heard on the network, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. You get a chance to go home. You get a chance to walk away a winner of a slice of Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes. You get a chance to walk walk away as a winner with a slice of Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes. All you have to do, call into the show and give us your favorite flavor pound cake. What's your favorite pound cake flavor? And tell us why you love it, why you enjoy it, why you crave it the way you do. The best call or the best write-in in the YouTube chat line wins that slice of Emily's heirloom pound cake. So you can't beat that with a stick. We got a call coming into the queue right now. You're live on In My Own Words. What's going on? Hey, Steven. This is Mike from Kentucky. How you doing, brother? Man, I cannot complain. How are you How you feeling? Man, I'm doing good. I've got a new shed on my, new roof on my woodshed today. I'm uh, sitting here enjoying your show, brother. Man, you are cooking with grease, man. Yeah, I want to take a stab at your linebacker trivia question. I may get it, I may not. Okay, go ahead, Mike. Okay, I got Dante Hightower, Rondo McClain, Reggie Ragland, Ruben Foster, and C.J. Mosley. No, Mike. No, oh. Mike. <laughs> Thank you so much I for mean, playing, I get though, out Mike. Of the Hey, I'm excited about these twins, the Brockmeyer twins. You think they'll be as good as the Quanjo brothers? Could you know what? They could slight they could slightly be better. And this is no offense to the Quanjo brothers, because I cover both of them. Cyrus and Ari were outstanding, but it's just that with the Brockmeyer twins coming from, you know, a parent and Blake Brockmeyer who played elite college, played in the NFL, was a first-round pick, has the soundness of technique from the offensive line perspective, knows how to deal with defensive linemen. 
I feel like he has really taught his sons the game and how to play it. So these two could potentially be even better. They may have a better pedigree, you're saying, right? They may have a better pedigree. Okay. I'm, I'm psyched for that, man. You have a good day. I'm going to get off so some more Hungry Tide fans can come in and try and win that pitcher. Roll Tide, brother. Appreciate that, Mike. Got Mike from Kentucky calling on in here. Got another call in the queue. You're live on In My Own Words. What's going on? What's going on? My name is Carl from Georgiana, Alabama. All right, Carl, what's going on with you? I can't call it. I wanted to give a stab at these linebackers that you got going on for this pitch. All right, let's do it. Okay, you got Ruben Foster, Rolando McClain, Dante Hightower, C.J. Mosley, and I think everybody forgot about this sleeper in Rashawn Evans. He slept. He snuck Oh, in the first baby, time. he got it. He got it. Carl got it. Carl got it. It was Rolando McClain, 2010, Dante Hightower, 2012, C.J. Mosley, 2014, Reuben Foster, 2017, and Rashawn Evans, 2018. Carl, you are the winner. Appreciate it. You are the winner. Now, Carl, what you're going to do, Carl, what you're going to do here, text me or text us your information. You can text us via um, 205-448-1358. 205-448-1358. So text us, Carl, because you have won a commemorative print of T.J. Yeldon. You've won a commemorative print of T.J. Yeldon, uh, former Alabama running back, signed by Yeldon himself from the 2013 BCS National title game off the 2012 season. This is Yeldon scoring that touchdown against Notre Dame. So, Carl, be sure to text us your information via 205-448-1358. We are getting you your print. Congratulations, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Absolutely. Carl got it done. The one people forgot was Rashawn Evans. But we continue on the call line here. You're live on In My Own Words. What's going on? Man, what's going on, man? This is Young Sway from Down the Bay. All right, Young Sway from Down the Bay. What's popping, man? Man, I was trying to call in for the linebacker question, but y'all ain't picking me. Y'all ain't answering my phone call. We didn't answer your phone call, Young Sway. What time you called in, Sway? Y'all see it called in after the break. I called in, though, bruh. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't get you after the break, man. I, I, I don't know what happened, man. Hey, but what you can I mean, do, though, it, if you what you can do, though, if you tell us your favorite pound cake flavor and why you love it and why you're passionate about it, you can walk out of here with the slice of that Emily's heirloom pound cake. But that was going to be the second thing I was going to call in about, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my auntie, you know, like, she do cakes and stuff, too, you know what I'm saying? And I like the the, the chocolate that she do. Like, it's like a chocolate glade that she do, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, like, I don't know what right Emily now. got, but I'm a chocolate glade, you know what I'm saying? It just remind me when I go to my auntie house, she, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all know too much about, like, like the 251 area, you feel me? But, you know what I'm saying? Like, she stay down there, you know. Or down the bay too. Chocolate glaze pound cake. So do do, do you do you have like a favorite memory uh, of, of of the chocolate glaze that your mom made? Just a favorite memory? Nah, but I'm an auntie. Yeah, well, that your auntie made. Excuse me. Any favorite memory of your auntie making that thing? Yeah, 
I mean, like on Christmas time. Hello? You Christmas time. We can all swim. We can all sway from around the bay. Okay, we, we, we got you back now, Sway. We got you back now. Yeah. No, so saying, like, during criminal time, like, she, you know what I'm saying, that she be taking orders and stuff from folks, you know what I'm saying? So I sometimes, like, kind of help out, you know what I'm saying? So she showed me how to put the eggs in and, and mix it up and the butter and all that, you see me? So, you know, that just, you know, I don't know if that's anything y'all really looking for, but, you know, that's just kind of one of my favorite memories or whatever. Or, you know, I don't know if that deserved me to win nothing or nothing like that, but I just thought I'd call in because I thought I had the answers. I mean... I was gonna say Rashawn Evans and, and and everybody else, but it's cool. I, I'll call in the next time, though. I, we, hey, Sway, we got you, Sway. We got you. Uh, that what it is? We got Sway from Roll around high. the bay. Appreciate that, Sway. Sway from around the bay calling in on the show here. We got another call in the queue right now. You're live on in my own words. What's going on? What's up, Stephen Smith? It's Ballard Sports Media. How you doing tonight? Doing good, Chris, and yourself. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I, I take it you probably already saw the news on those Brockmire twins. How about that? That was huge. I mean, and and, and we had a caller. I think uh, I know Mike from Kentucky had called in about how you know could they potentially be better than the Quanjo brothers, Cyrus and Ari Quanjo? Mm -hmm. And no offense to those two, because I covered both of them. They were outstanding players, great young men. But it's like. The, the Brockemeyer boys, their father, Blake, offensive lineman in, in high school, offensive lineman in college, offensive lineman in the NFL. So he is teaching these guys the finer technique of the game. So I feel like just based off the pedigree, those two are going to be off the charts. Yeah. And then I wanted to ask you, and I, I probably missed something. I haven't really gotten to see all of your shows recently a couple here or there but what are your thoughts on a all conference schedule all sec for not just alabama but just in in football in general just uh all conference only uh schedule i think at this point i think we all can agree that we've suffered enough with this pandemic and you know as football fans wondering if we're going to get a season and I say some football is better than no football. I really don't care how they do it. I think we can all agree we just want to see some football in any way, shape, or form. What are your thoughts? Absolutely. I share the same sentiment. It's if you want to do a full SEC, you know, all-conference schedule for Alabama and across the board, I mean, let's do that. Honestly, I want to see Alabama play Florida. I mean, I understand back in the 90s, early 2000s, mid-2000s, it was a rivalry. We kind of gotten away from it. I want to see Bama, Florida. You know, I want to see, you know, Bama, Kentucky. That wouldn't be too bad. Mark Stoops has really built that program up, you know, since the 2016 season. So, an Alabama, you know, SEC all-conference schedule. I can dig it. As long as Coach Saban allows me to travel with this team, I mean, let me do my thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I would fully agree. And, I mean, I've, I still don't – I mean, I get the whole – you need conference games because you need to determine conference champions, division winners and stuff, because the conference games, those count for your conference record, which is how they determine who's at the top of the East and West. I get all that. 
But at the same time, I really don't understand the whole conference only schedule because of the pandemic. I mean, I get that there's, you know, and let's call it what it is. We know Bama plays a couple cupcake games here or there. You know, I look at those and I say, is it really worth playing Western Carolina? Is it worth playing a team like who we get this year in Kent State? Is it really worth playing that type of team going out there if we're going to blow them out? Is it worth doing if we could have players, you know, getting sick? You get what I'm saying? So I kind of understand, you know, a conference-only schedule and stuff like that. Um, but I, I think, and like I just said, I think some football in any way at this point is all we're hoping for. True. At, at the end of the day, you know, I know fans do not like the easy cupcake games. They want a challenge. They want fun. They want competitive games. They want a game to, to grab you and go, man, like this is a football game. But at the end of the day, looking at this pandemic and you're faced with, okay, we can either have some type of football or my dream of watching football for six months is out the window and fans do not want to go through that whatsoever. So echoing back to your first statement, people feel like some is better than none at all. But Chris, we appreciate you you calling in as always. Keep listening to us, man. Appreciate it, Chris, with some good thoughts there on you know, the college football season. You know, it, it, it's, it's interesting, man. It's, uh, it's interesting, so it, it's crazy. So it looks, like, it looks like Young Sway wins the pound cake. Young Sway from around the bay has won him a slice of Emily's heirloom pound cake for his story on, uh, you know, his aunt, you know, sharing with him uh, during Christmas time, you know, making the chocolate glazed pound cake, you know, making them feel happy, making them feel joyous inside around that time of year. So Young Sway from around the bay, go ahead, text us your information, 205 440 1358. Once again, Young Sway, 205-448-1358. Text us your info because you've won the pound cake. You want a slice of pound cake courtesy of our, of our friends at Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes. But don't worry, folks. We're doing this again next week. We're going to be doing this again next week. So be able to call in next week. Have your thoughts in the YouTube chat line. What is your favorite flavor of pound cake? And tell us why you love it, why you crave it, why you desire it so much. That way you can go away with a slice of pound cake, courtesy of our good friends at Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. But we take another break right now. Upon our return, we talk one Brian Robinson. Can he become the total package, the complete back, in the upcoming season, even as a backup. We'll talk about it right after this. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. 
Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. The good Lord been good to y'all, Bama Nation. We're doing a little overtime for y'all here on In My Own Words. Hottest show on the streets, number one form of Crimson Tide football. News, notes, and information, Touchdown Alabama Magazine. As always, got the man John Ivory in the production studio. Production studio, appreciating you guys for tuning in on a Friday. But we now get into one Brian Robinson Jr. at running back for <clears throat> the Crimson Tide. Brian Robinson. Much like this is a big year for Najee Harris in terms of individual accolades, uh, trying to push his team to win a national championship, and also getting that first-round draft stock from the NFL. This is also a big year for Brian Robinson for the simple reason of he's trying to get drafted too. The senior, the former four-star out of Hillcrest High School here in Tuscaloosa in the 20. 17 class and Brian Robinson was one of few people and this was before we were blessed to have Justin Smith join us now as the lead scouting and recruiting analyst prior to that time you know I Brian Robinson was one of those guys that I self-scouted like I was at all of his games I was in just about all of his interviews you know I was there if Hillcrest had a game I was Johnny on the spot right there to watch Brian Robinson run the football and the speed that he had at that time the power he had at that time the footwork the strength the ability to sort of put that team on his back and run with that team at that time was was second to none so when he initially when he committed and he came to Alabama it was like oh happy day I mean we got Brian Robinson we got B-Rob in here like he's gonna do what it do he's gonna set the world on fire and in his three years he's improved his numbers each season let's not let's give him that credit he has improved Upon his numbers in each of the last three years, this past season, you know, 96 carries, 441 yards, five touchdowns on the ground, 11 catches for 124 yards. But, you know, at 6'1", 226 pounds, the biggest thing with Brian is not just, you know, building up the speed, which Dr. Matt Ray is doing, he's going to do, he's getting that done right now, he's working with that. I mean, if Najee Harris with Brad Lester can get his shuttle time down to 3.7 seconds. I mean, if, if y'all haven't seen that video, go check it out on Twitter right now. Brad Lester is putting in work with Najee Harris. He's gotten his shuttle run time down to 3.7. That is awesome right there. So if Najee can do that, Brian Robinson can improve his initial burst, his initial quickness, his initial first step you know, upon getting the football. But the reason why we bring Robinson into the equation is that, you know, there are a select few guys that I listen to when you talk NFL draft. No offense to Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper Jr. They've been doing this for a long time. They're good. They get paid for what they do. But the guys that I listen to, if um, if Jeremiah, if Daniel Jeremiah is saying something, 
I'm tuning into Daniel Jeremiah because, I mean, this is a guy that's, that's played the game. He's been a scout for 20-plus years in the game, in the NFL. You know, he's also working for NFL.com. He gives the big, big-time analysis. He dives into the real nuts and bolts of things. Same thing with a guy like Bucky Brooks. He does the same thing. I also look at a guy that name, by the name of Jim Nagy. Jim Nagy, who is the executive director for the Senior Bowl. I've met him a couple of times. Really good, smart, sound, savvy dude. Executive director for the Senior Bowl. He's been an NFL scout for over 18 years. He's an NFL draft analyst. He... He breaks in everything. He takes down everything piece by piece, frame by frame. And I remember he posted a tweet to social media on yesterday about how prior to Najee Harris going off, being more aggressive, turning up the second half of the football season last year for Alabama, a lot of NFL scouts were more so drawn to Brian Robinson being the more complete back. Brian Robinson being the total package. Brian Robinson being the creme de la creme type of player at the running back position. This is coming from Jim Nagy. But he mentioned how in terms of backup running backs, Robinson is the next in line of backups with star NFL starter potential for the tie. And he brought up, you know, Kenyon Drake. He also brought up, you know, Josh Jacobs as comparisons to or for Robinson in this ideal here. Going back to Kenyon Drake, we all remember Drizzy Drake was behind one TJ Yeldon and also Derrick Henry. 2015, you no know, Drake was behind Henry. And though Henry grabbed all the headlines, all the page clippings, all the attention, all the media persona, Kenyon Drake, y'all remember that national championship game against Clemson? Kenyon Drake can fly! Lose the kicker! Touchdown, Drake! You know, 95 yards in that matchup. And he took that, and he got drafted by the Miami Dolphins in the third round, and now he's with the Arizona Cardinals, and the young man is turning heads right now in the league. That was Kenyon Drake. And then you look at Josh Jacobs, who was the backup behind Damian Harris and also Bo Scarborough, but Josh Jacobs in 2018 became the man, became a fan favorite, and he ended up getting drafted higher than both of those guys. Jacobs went in the first round of a 20. 19 venue to those Las Vegas Raiders. So you kind of see the pattern, the trend here that, you know, Jim Nagy is talking about. So for Brian Robinson, the potential's there. The potential's there. The talent is there. The ability is there. It's all there. For him, it's building up the speed, right? It's getting that initial quickness, that initial burst, that first step upon his hand, touching that football in place, but also going back to Charles Huff, running backs coach, it's getting Brian Robinson to stay true, to stick to who he is. He's a power back. He's a throwback, downhill, one cut, north and south. Get up in the hole, do your business, and mean business in you doing that business. So that's what Charles Huff has got to get Brian Robinson bought solely, you know, into or push you more so into that that realm there. Because at times last year, I know you guys as Tide Nation saw this, I myself included, there were moments where to me it was like, you know, B-Rob sort of looked at Najee Harris and, and was like, maybe I can hurdle. Maybe I can jump over guys. Maybe I can incorporate a spin move into my game. No, 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 Brian. No, Brian. That's Najee. That's what people expect from Najee. What people expect from you, B-Rob, 
toughness, hit the home, mean business, get that speed up, go in between the tackles. You run, guys. You plow, guys, over. You are a different back, and you got to stick to know what you were brought into the Crimson Tide to do. Build up the speed, yes. Get the initial quickness down, absolutely. But stay true to your calling card, your persona of being that that downhill power back. But as always, Tide fans, you want to have the best in news, notes, information, and coverage on your favorite program. This is very simple and easy to do. You can access this by going to the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You can download the app from the iPhone App Store. If you're rocking Team Apple, Google Play Store if you just so happen to have the Android phone. For your audio listening needs, we got you covered here. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, or iHeartRadio. We have you covered. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I shall return on Monday, continuing the conversation that is Tide Football. Remember, fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent to your door. Link will be found in the description. But until next time, folks, husbands love your wives. Wives appreciate value. Those husbands, children, continue doing those things legitimately now to not be bored. Get those three hearty meals a day, those three great naps a day. Protect yourself. Protect the loved ones around you. Until next time, folks, I'm your man, Stephen M. Smith, and this has been In My Own Words. 